This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Take It or Leave It. I am your host, Jeremy Nichols. I am back um, with another episode of Take It or Leave It, obviously. And, um, you know, yesterday we got back on track, right, after... Uh, the day previously on Wednesday where we did have a losing day. Um, the one thing I will say about this, y'all, um, losing days are rare for us, right? And I think that is the part of this that I do enjoy. They are very rare. Like when we have a losing day, usually we bounce right back and we get, you know, we get back to winning, right? And I think other than maybe two weeks ago where – we had a number of losing days in that week. That was, <clears throat> that was definitely an outlier, right? Like that was just a, that was an anomaly. It really was. It was just not something that we were used to because um, that was the first losing week that, I've, that we ever had just while doing this show um, just from day one. Right. So, you know, I am, I am glad that at least the research and, and, and the time put into, to find plays and stuff, um, at least that it has been paying off. And I know there's a number of people who've actually made some money, um, you know, from these picks and and that I'm grateful for. I'm just, you know, I'm, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be a blessing as they would say, you know, I'm just trying to help out and, and do what I can. And it's been fun. It's been a whole lot of fun having this opportunity um, to share some of my picks with you guys. So um, definitely appreciate you guys listening and, um, and even letting me know, just letting me know what you think about stuff and, you know, whatnot, like, hey, man, listen, if, if you got a bad day, too, and we miss on some picks, hey, that's cool. You know, it, it happens. It's how this stuff goes. Um, but I'm trying to I'm trying to take the the work away from you. I'm trying to find some spots that, you know, and if you find them and you like them and you're like, all right, cool, I'm, I'm tailing that. Cool. You know, so just a quick recap of yesterday. So we did uh, we did go four and two. Um, so we got back to our winning ways. Sorry about that. I had to sneeze, so I had to mute my mic. I apologize. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so yesterday we we got back to four and two, and and got back to winning um, again, and and obviously that that was good. So just a quick recap on yesterday, uh, we had uh, Shohei Otani over six and a half strikeouts. Um, definitely, I just thought that that total was just way too low, way 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 too low, um, and it just made sense because. You know, he likes playing against the athletics and coming off that uh, that W that WBC. Um, I mean, you you got to you got to allow the guy to to just ball out. Right. Like he is the face 
of baseball at this very moment. And we're talking globally. Um, so to put his line at six and a half, that was way too low. So I just thought that was disrespectful. So that's why I had to make sure um, that I took advantage of that. He did end the game with 10 strikeouts before take, before being taken out. Um, but yeah, we also had Jose Ramirez of the Guardians um, just to record a hit yesterday. He had done that 11 out of the last 12, and he did, in fact, get that hit versus the Mariners last night. Um, we had an unpopular pick of the Celtics <laughs> uh, versus the Bucks at home. And uh, that play was actually plus money, you know, and I told a number of people about that. Obviously, I had that on the show yesterday. And um, I remember somebody actually hit me up yesterday, basically saying that I was delusional um, because they heard the show and they were like, man, ain't no way the Celtics is winning that game. You know, the, the Bucks is trying to prove a point. They doing this. They got Giannis and da, 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 da. Listen, man. It is what it is. Like, like I, you know, I tried to explain to you guys yesterday that the Celtics had beaten them three out of four. It's just they match up really well against the Bucs. They really do. Um, so the Celtics did, in fact, win that game by 41. So that was just, that was yucky. That was, if you a Bucks fan, that was, that was yucky to watch. So, yeah, man. Um, other play, we had Trey Murphy yesterday, over two and a half threes, and you know, being a Nuggets fan, it was, you know, I didn't like watching him hit those threes against the Nuggets. But, hey, I, I recognize that he's been super consistent as of late with his jump shot. And um, it's just one of those spots that you have to take advantage of it because this is about money. The feelings and whatnot for the games and being a fan, and that don't matter when it comes to money. I don't care, you know. So I will I will bet against my team if I know I'm going to make some money. I don't care. So it is what it is. All right, so the two plays that did not hit, <clears throat> we had Alex Bregman of uh, the Astros. We had him yesterday to record a hit. He had done it eight out of the last nine games going back to last season, um, but he did not get that yesterday. He struck out a number of times um, yesterday, and, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was ugly. And then also we had Michael Porter Jr. over two and a half threes. He had done that seven out of the last eight games overall. I just thought it was a good spot for him, and he had the attempts. But he bricked everything. This was probably the worst shooting game that I have ever seen from him. You know, maybe despite, you know, other than maybe a game like from his rookie season, this was a terrible game. No Jokic last night. And Michael Porter was pretty cheeks. You know, he was pretty bad uh, with no Jokic out there. So, well, hey, you know, but it is what it is. We get right back on into it today, y'all. So, you know what? Let's go ahead and get right on into these new plays. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, first play of the day. We like Tyrese Maxey tonight of the Philadelphia 76ers playing against the Toronto Raptors. Uh, we like him over two and a half three-pointers. Now, he's done this seven out of the last nine games overall. He has been shooting the ball pretty well um, just, just recently, and he's going to get those opportunities tonight with Toronto pretty much focusing on James Harden and um, Joel Embiid, obviously, right? So I think Tyrese Maxey should have a lot 
more open shots, especially tonight against the Raptors, because ain't no way they're not going to implement some level of double team against Embiid. So um, this that the reason I really like this, he's been shooting it well as of late. And like I said before, the opportunities will be there tonight because you kind of can understand the defensive scheme that the Raptors will have to implement against Embiid because Yaka Pirtle by himself is not going to do it. So you're going to have to defend him by committee. And once that starts to happen, who do you choose? Do you go to James Harden or do you go to Tyrese Maxey, right? So Maxey's going to get those opportunities, and that's just the way I see it tonight against the Raptors. That is sitting at minus 102, so very close to plus money. I like it. <clears throat> All right, Jalen Williams tonight. Yes, the, the guy that we've used a number of times. But we're taking a different route tonight on his play. We're actually going under four and a half assists um, for Jalen Williams tonight against the Indiana Pacers. Now, I'll tell you guys, when I did make this pick, I did start thinking about it a little bit, right? I did start thinking about it a little bit solely because there is no Shea Gilgis Alexander tonight. So no SGA. And... Um, Josh Giddy and Jalen Williams both balled out the last game that uh, SGA did not play, right? But here's the thing. Jalen Williams still stayed under four assists in that game. Yeah, still stayed under four and a half, I should say, because I believe he had four. Um, I just think it's a good spot for him, but I can understand why it could be looked at as risky since, of course, there is going to be some way more usage for him now with no SGA out there tonight. So take this one with a grain of salt. You know, it's 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 definitely a spot that some people may fade. But for me, listen, it's Friday. So this is the Friday that we take some risks and stuff. So we're going to go with the under tonight with Jalen Williams under four and a half assists against the Pacers. All right. Next play here. We like Trey Young tonight over twenty five and a half points. Now, he's done this seven out of the last 11 games overall. This is currently sitting at minus one eleven playing against the Brooklyn Nets. Now, both of these teams are in the, the running for the playoffs. I know the Hawks are, they're, they're trying to get to where they need to be. Um, Brooklyn is, is, is essentially within that, that, that top six spots right now. Um, so they're in a better spot, but of course, anything can change with what, six, seven games left in the season. So I just think this is going to be a competitive game. That's, that's the way I see it. I think it's going to be a very competitive game by both sides. Um, and the last time Trey Young did play the Brooklyn Nets, he did end with 34. So it's definitely possible, you know, especially a player who's been shooting and scoring as much as he has as of late. I just think it's a really good spot. And I don't think they have anybody on that team that's going to be stopping him. Yeah, you can maybe put Mikhail Bridges on him, but no, nah. no, nah, Trey Young is too shifty and, and, and too, you know, yeah, he's, he's shifty. That's the best way I'm going to put it. He's shifty and he's quick. And, um, he knows how to manipulate a defense, which is one of his best uh, traits. And, of course, some may say that he foul baits, but, hey, you know, I mean, it's Trey Young. Yeah. All I need is 26 points. Okay, I don't care how he gets it. Just get them points. Okay, thanks. All right, next play here. We're going back to Franz Wagner again. We're going to give him another chance. Um, Franz Wagner over three and a half assists. He's done it five out of the last six games. That one game that he did not get it, yes, we had him played that night and he ended with three. But ultimately, that was not his fault. He was moving the ball around and he was giving his teammates opportunities. They were just not hitting the shots that they needed. So I'm going to give him another chance tonight against the Washington Wizards. Um, another fast-paced type of game. And I think the opportunities will be there. So I just like it. He's done it five out of the last six. 
Um, this is currently sitting at minus 115. So I like it. All right, next play here. We like Jaron Jackson Jr. of the Memphis Grizzlies tonight. Over six and a half rebounds. He's done this four straight games, and this is sitting at minus 128. Now, playing against the Los Angeles Clippers, this is going to be a really good game. I definitely see this being extremely competitive. Um, I'm not sure about Kawhi Leonard's availability tonight, but either way, I think this is still going to be relatively competitive. And um, playing against the Clippers, you you, you kind of have to expect that there will be a lot of rebounding opportunities. So that's why I like this play for Jaron Jackson. And it's only seven rebounds, man. Like, bro, get the boards. Like, like as long as he stays out of foul trouble, because you already know that is that is his kryptonite, man. He is such a talented shot blocker and, you know, he can play really good defense once he's engaged, but he got to stay on the floor to get it done. So if he can stay on the floor and stay out of foul trouble, I think he can at least get seven rebounds for us tonight. All right. Last play of the day here. We're going with an MLB play tonight. We're going with Merrill Kelly, the pitcher for the Arizona Diamondbacks. We like him over four and a half strikeouts. Now, Going back to last season, because, of course, we don't have any uh, any data from this season as of yet for him. But going back to last season, he's struck out at least five people, 14 out of the last 15 games. Very, very nice streak. Very, very nice trend. This is actually this is actually sitting at plus money right now, plus 102. And he's playing against the Dodgers tonight. So, of course, the Dodgers are a really good team. And this is definitely a team that can get hot extremely fast extremely fast right you know with obviously Mookie Betts and and Freddie Freeman and you know Max Muncie like they have they have guys who can they they can go crazy they can go crazy at on any given night um that's how good the Dodgers are but um the last two games that Merrill Kelly did play against the Dodgers going back to last season he had seven strikeouts and eight strikeouts so at least he does have a track record against them. Now, we'll see how he performs tonight. I, I, I don't know. This is going to be, I believe this is maybe the last game on this slate. Um, but I just like it. I mean, listen, it's it's very rare that you get plus money on a play that somebody has done 14 out of the last 15 games. I mean, that it's that's just the way I see it, right? It, it's the trend is there. So I'm just going to go with it personally. Um, you guys can fade this if you want. If you're not really into betting MLB, then stay away from this, um, especially with the new uh, pitching rules. All right. So you could stay away from this if you so choose. But tonight, because I see a lot of people on the under for him at under four and a half, but I'm just going to go with the over tonight because, you know, I like to take a little risk, especially on Friday. So um, I'm just going to go with that tonight. All right, quick recap here. Tyrese Maxey over two and a half threes. Jalen Williams under four and a half assists. Trey Young over 25 and a half points. Franz Wagner over three and a half assists. Jaron Jackson Jr. over six and a half rebounds. And Merrill Kelly over four and a half strikeouts. Listen, y'all, that is all I have for you today. That is all I have for you for this week. You guys have a wonderful weekend. Be safe, behave, and have fun. I will catch you guys next week. And like I tell you all the time, you got two options. You take it or leave it. Peace.